1: What's up, students? Happy Sunday, man! So pumped to see you in life groups today as we talk about the resurrection. Man, cannot wait for that. We're gonna be in 1 Corinthians 15 this morning, so go check that out. And, um, and just so excited to meet with you and gather with you today. And uh, but right now, we're continuing to walk through 1 Kings, 1 Kings chapter 11. And this is kind of a sad chapter, it's where we see really the downfall of Solomon. It's where we see the downfall of Solomon, and it's it's crazy to me. And, and just to be honest with you, one thing I've always just struggled with with reading in Solomon is, is how wise he is. And we talked about yesterday about how the Queen of Sheba just, you know, is amazed at his wisdom, but Solomon does some stupid stuff, man. <laughs> he does some stupid things. And one of those stupid things is, is Solomon, men, Solomon begins to marry all these different women to form these political alliances, right? Starts marrying all these different women. It's ridiculous. And r- really what he does that, that's inappropriate is he marries these women that God told him not to marry because look at what it says in verse uh, two, uh, or excuse me, verse, Verse one. It says, now King Solomon loved many foreign women along with the daughter of Pharaoh, Moabite, Ammonite, Edenite, Sidonite, and Hittite women from the nations concerning which the Lord had said to the people of Israel, you shall not enter with them, neither shall they with you for surely they will turn away your hearts after their gods. So, so when the people are taking the land of Canaan, God warned them about intermarrying with other people, right? And this, this isn't a, a racist thing. This isn't an interracial thing. That's a problem. What what? God God is saying is, as these other cultures are worshiping these different gods and they're worshiping gods that are false. And if you start marrying into these other cultures, what's inevitably going to happen is your heart is going to turn away to these other false gods. And what happens is exactly that. You, you saw the people of Israel do this back in Judges and at the end of Joshua. And here you're seeing Solomon do the same thing where for political alliances, he marries these women. And the Bible says that in Solomon's old age, his heart turns from the Lord. And really we see the downfall of Solomon. It's this it's this kingdom and it's this is reign. that looks so good. It looks so well, but yet his heart turns after uh, other false gods. And, and here's what I had to wonder, right? I'm beginning to think through as I was reading this passage and just thinking about how we've looked at Solomon's life for really the past 11 chapters. And, you know, I don't think if someone would have told Solomon uh, day one of his reign, hey, Solomon, you know what? By the end of this, you're not going to worship other gods or you are going to worship other gods. You're going to worship all these false gods. You're going to allow idol worship to be in Israel. I think Solomon would have looked at you and said, no way, right? That's not going to be me but what happens is is he slowly allows people to enter into his life he, he allows this intermarriage to happen, these relationships to happen that are gonna turn away his attention towards the one true God. And by the end of his life, Solomon is in a position and in a place where I don't think Solomon ever thought he would be. And I man, it's such a reminder for me how easily sin can do that in our life, where we sit there and we, we look three years down the road and we're like, man, there's no way I'm gonna do this. There's, there's no way I'm gonna be a part of that. There's no way I'm gonna be engaged in this activity. And yet what happens is, we, we start to give in to sin little by little, and we, we compromise here, and we, we compromise there, and we bend on this area. And sooner rather than later, we look back and we're in a place that we never thought we would have been three years or three months earlier. And that's exactly what we see in Solomon's heart. And this all reminds me of that podcast that we recorded this past Thursday. Man, are you guarding your heart? you guarding your heart from what you're allowing your heart to see, your your eyes to see, your ears to hear, the the people that are involved in your life. And that the reality of what Solomon's downfall is, is he didn't guard his heart. He did not guard his heart. He allowed false things to get in. He allowed these relationships to happen with other people. And it began to to really turn and mold his heart into a place that he never thought he would be. And, and so I'd encourage you, Man, let's take an example from Solomon and let's see what led to Solomon's downfall. His, these relationships led him astray and they turned his heart away from the one true God. And man, let's guard our heart against relationships like this in our life. Let's guard our heart from allowing things to slowly but surely turn us away. You know, I think uh, the Bible says we have an enemy, right? We have an adversary who, who, who walks about roaring like a lion, seeking whom he may devour. And, you know, I think the enemy is smart enough and we have an enemy who tempts us in a way that's not always, the first temptation is not, not always this big massive thing right but but it's a lot of little things it's a lot of little compromises to get us to compromise on little areas. And, and I think our enemy knows that those little compromises will eventually turn into a big thing. And so man, let's guard our heart. Let's avoid those things. And let's take a lesson from Solomon today. And so uh, eventually at the end of chapter 11, Solomon's kingdom is gonna be passed to Rehoboam. And so tomorrow in chapter 12, we're gonna begin to see how his kingdom works and how the kingdom operates under him. And again, this book is just gonna keep us longing for a better and truer king. It's gonna lead us straight to Jesus. And so hope it encourages you, challenges you today. Can't wait to see you in life groups. Can't wait to see you tomorrow as we walk through 1 Kings chapter 12. I love you. We'll see you today and we'll see you tomorrow.
0: Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30 and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.